Welcome back to the Wagon With Podcast, everybody. Hey! We're coming off the last major of the year. Yes, yes. We're all done with majors. It's all done with bittersweet. majors. It's bittersweet. I'm so sad. I yeah, know. It's, I'm, I'm so, so sad. And it's, it's, weir- still it's weird July. that it's July and you're yeah. done with So we have all of August and frankly... September. And a really shitty President's Cup team. Have you yeah. looked at the standings <laughs> for the international uh, team? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough to watch. Well, yeah. you know, it's still something to get excited about in the fall. If I'll still be watching. So. Uh, I'll still be watching the playoffs. Uh, so it'll be fun. But big news. Lots of big news to lots this week. Lots, lots of, of, big lots news of happening in the last seven days, huh? Oh, yeah, life changers. Life changers. Oh baby. Proud Speaking to report. of oh baby, <laughs> the oh babies. I popped a baby. Hey. Emily <laughs> popped a baby out. <laughs> yep. So uh, give us the details, name, weight. Okay, I was gonna say I'll spare you the details. No, we want to know. Come on. <laughs> um, well, her name is Cecilia Cheryl Grigley. Cecilia. Yeah. You're breaking my heart. Oh, mm-hmm. sing it, Scotty. There's also another song that's like Cecilia and the Satellite that just makes me cry every time By I hear Andrew, it. Andrew, whatever. Uh, yeah. No, we're going to go Simon Garfunkel oh, on this one. Oh, my right? gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, Simon Garfunkel is fine. Um, and she was delivered on Tuesday, July 16th of yep. 2019. Hello. So, hello. 10.44 a.m. It was the most magical thing, the, just magical experience we've ever endured it was incredible absolutely and she can speak for me there so <laughs> proud new father we don't have much sleep this week but it doesn't matter because you know we had the we had the british open anyway so no one no one, no no united states golf fans got sleep this week no no, no that is absolutely fan. correct so i guess but. we're in the same boat really right but I, um i think it worked out perfectly i mean it was it was a, a strenuous you yeah. know i labored for 28 hours and yep. um, went in. I had to get induct- an induction. Okay, well, now it's my Inducement. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Okay, this is I'll a golf podcast. It's not a pregnancy. Dude. I mean, yeah. we'll okay, bring it back. <laughs> no, I'm going off script here. I'm just saying that like the Monday was hard and Tuesday was amazing. And then it just so happened, you know, you got the bopin and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all we did, well, not me, kind of you when you could not sleep, me when I'm sleeping, whatever. Of you know, we just watch the bullpen. Yeah, the baby would be crying. I'd wake up. We'd we'd change a diaper. We'd yeah. come out. She'd still be crying. Be like, all right, might as well just turn turn the TV on. Right. Let's just watch them open. It's four thirty in the At morning. At four thirty, right. five o'clock in the morning. So so I got a lot of live. Uh, usually I do a lot of recording on that here in Los Angeles, but got a lot of live uh, open championship watching this weekend but yeah we're ecstatic we're new parents we apologize as well let us apologize for not doing an open preview which we planned on doing uh, but uh i'm sure you guys can understand well, I'm, yeah. no sorry had, not had sorry going hashtag sorry not sorry but hats of off hats <laughs> off to you guys six days out and yeah. here we are again recording yep. this podcast hats just yeah. for you listeners <laughs> so the commitment See? we've made to all you fans and all you continued listeners baby Same. or not we're back we're, we're back this podcast yeah so and thank we, you guys. And we love you. So and hopefully you enjoyed the. Uh, no, hopefully you enjoyed the Ireland podcast last yes, week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, we got a lot, hope of, we got in, a lot of people saying that. Yeah, was a great, we got some good comments and, yeah. and some feedback from you guys. So some we hope to do more. We'll, we'll hope to do more. We got to plan a wagon lift trip. We, Scott and I have been talking about this, but we got to do that so we can. 
um, kind of produce the whole thing out and then come back and talk about it. All, all of us three having having the same sort of experience. Well, which three and a half, or th- I guess you can say four, because I kid you not, Scotty. It was yeah. The our baby, first day, the baby will be on the baby in. Bjorn, and I'll just be swinging that way. Perfect, it's fine. It's fine. My my golf we'll game got better when I was pregnant, so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. I was out on the golf course. Granted, I only did a hole and a half on Sunday, yeah. the day before I went into labor. So Love it. It was. I, I had to do an honorary. Yeah, you know, like an it. Honorary, honorary swing. T-shot. And I out. Actually, I out drove my mom. <laughs> she was like, "Are you?" Kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> She's over there feeding the baby. Like, what? She's like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Right. But, um, but we did have big news this week. Lots of big news. Lots of big news. Well, first of all, how did you? Uh, how did you watch? Did you do so, usual deal? So, for, I've spoken about this, and for all of our listeners, a refresher. We call it the bopin, um, but we get together and starts at late Wednesday night. Um, we usually go out and have a few heavier beverages there you go um and then watch all day thursday morning um and then that leads into coming back and doing it again thursday night which leads into friday morning um Mm -hmm. and then you usually get a break friday night and you wake up about four or five in the morning on uh you know saturday morning Wait, so you get a break like what's the break well the break is not having to wake up at 10 30 p.m and watch it all the way through you can actually go to bed at like 11 and then roll over and watch it at like 1 a.m oh my gosh that's so just sounds so strenuous and like treacherous you know so there's a lot of kind of like parenthood and no sleeping yeah you gotta drink (laughs) you gotta drink a lot of whiskey and you know keep it going each uh, morning we had a traditional irish up fry breakfast so you know we went to the store and got you know, ham, Luigi. baked beans, uh, fried eggs. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Did you uh, a fog machine and rain gear? So because <laughs> of the fact that it wasn't only – It's kind of elaborate, but I right, like it. Right. So, so we only do that when it is inclement weather. And we didn't feel like it was that bad of inclement weather. On only Sunday. was spotty. Yeah. So we didn't do a fog machine <laughs> this want, time. We didn't recreate the condition. Yeah. But That's we've a, done that before. So. But speaking of conditions, yes. like – I was watching, you know, when we were watching on, what was it, Thursday and Friday, I was like, son of a bitch. Are you kidding me? Blue skies, and it's it's beautiful. But then, like, then I also watched Rory, like, put on his jacket, take off his jacket, put on his jacket. You you saw, was it Phil had two gloves on, you know? And and I'm like, okay, now you're seeing what it's really like to golf in Ireland as the week progressed, or weekend progressed, because I think the weather obviously was changing a little bit more, so. Yeah, yeah, it was was fun to watch. um, Weather-wise on Sunday, I think, especially. Yeah, that was fun. Traditional Irish weather, but. But uh, let's get into it, Scotty. Um, yeah. j- um, Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. Champion golfer of the year. Oh, Shane baby. Shane Lowry. Champion golfer of the year. Congratulations. What a great uh, story. What a great story. What a great scene on yeah. Sunday. Uh, the Irish lad walking up 18. And, and by the way, in terms of like a venue, in terms of uh, g- grand, course? grandstand setup, well, we can talk about golf course later, but mm. grandstand setup, I thought that was like the coolest event in terms of grandstand setup I've ever ever seen outside of a Ryder Cup. Like a Ryder Cup has the huge first tee boxes. This one had right. a good first tee box for the audience, but on 18 it looked like a stadium. Like it surrounded yeah. the green, yeah. looked like a stadium, uh Lots of space, fairway yeah. fairway suites. It was you were walking a pretty birdie hole, so like it kept some lot suspense. Of, yeah, earlier in the week obviously I was just not so only much early on the week, not though. so much on Sunday. Um but yeah, I'm with you. I thought I'm a Overall, the setup was great and I think fair, and I think that's a big difference. I'm going to give the USGA credit um, the for RNA. what they, 
or the USGA. Oh, yeah, sorry, the RNA credit and the USGA credit for what they did, both the years set up with Pebble yeah. and now Wallport Rush. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable fair test of golf. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was great. And the 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 place, unlike last year's, Carnegie was baked out. They got a ton of sun. The, the course is green. Yeah, you know that's that's beautiful. Normally, that's that's your normal Irish type of of looking golf course right there. It was great. Yeah, I it, it, one of my favorite things to uh, when watching was um, as he was coming up on 16, 17, 18 chain. Uh, all of the fans were literally like breaking through the blue shirts, the the, the people who were like yeah. keeping everybody in, yeah. and just the vibe. It, they did a really good job. The broadcast did a really good job capturing. Um, the emotion and the energy of, I would say the the nation of Ireland because you know it's separated. It's two two countries, right? It's the right. northern and the republic, and yeah. and it's it's a it's a good time for them to come together. Mm. And it was it, they spoke find a, common ground in golf. Yeah. And, and, they ha- and and golf golf channel and NBC did a great job. I yeah. think on a couple different pieces, kind of explaining. Mm-hmm a little bit of the difference because a lot of people are like wait you know if you don't know or irish history at all you kind of are confused about why there's a northern ireland and a republic and you know it goes back but they, they just did a good job kind of covering giving us like five or six minutes on the history there and um you know broadcast wise and event wise i think you really did feel the energy of the open championship coming to ireland how much it meant yes. to those people yep. how much it meant to you know uh, the players like Graham McDowell and Roy McElroy, and we'll get into Rory a little bit more soon. But you could really feel the energy, the ole ole ole's, and mm-hmm. you know the town itself. Um, they just did a great job depicting. You, and all you of saw it. that earlier in the week when you know the applause they gave G Mac on the first tee, first tee, how they rallied around you know their boyhood hero yeah, and, yeah. and McElroy yeah. and Danny Willett who played really good early. Um, how they got behind Westwood, you know, and a guy that's, yeah. you know, from the region. Um, but, yeah, awesome fans the whole yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just fun to watch that whole – I mean, I think that was one of the bigger stories is is because it hasn't been to Northern Ireland. The Open Championship hasn't been to Northern Ireland. And I, I forget how many years. It was years, like 50-something 50 50 something years. years, yeah. And uh, I, I, I sincerely hope, not just because we love Ireland, but I sincerely hope – if it doesn't they come do back to again. Port Rush, that it comes back to Royal County Down or some, somewhere else up there that that's capable of hosting a yeah. major championship because it's a great place to watch a golf tournament. Yeah. Um, but Shane, just real quick, let's get into Shane. I mean, his performance uh, the whole week, very deserving champion, really outplayed everybody else, I think. I mean, I, I can't say anybody else should have won. I mean, yeah. maybe you could talk about Brooks and how his, he struck the ball really well yeah. all week, just couldn't make a putt. Part of it though, Bo- bogeyed four or five holes in a row on Saturday yeah. uh, on Sunday, Sunday morning yeah, to, to start off. Yeah, um, and then other than that, like performance wise, I mean, he was just far and away the best. I mean, played all the shots you had to play to win. You saw him hit those bullets on Sunday, um, hit high, high fades, high draws. Uh, had a good attitude, it seemed like all week. They talked about how he kind of like took a step back and just said, Let's just swing and, and, and hit a golf shot and not kind of get too mechanical about it. Um, uh, so I, I thought it was it was fun. I mean, obviously, like, what a story to have the a guy from Ireland win a, the, uh, an the, Open Championship yeah. in Ireland. But I mean, I, I just thought they, you know, it was great to see a, a fun-loving guy like him do it. Yeah, um, a dream come true. Um, Shane Lowry last year when he missed the cut in the Open Championship uh, admitted to sitting down in his car and crying. 
because um, yeah. he didn't know if he would ever be able to win the Open, and that's how much it meant to an Irish person, the fact that it was going to be in Ireland next year. He made a caddy change in October of last year, had a really good January and beginning of the year, won the, uh, I believe, the, the Dubai um, yep. tournament in Dubai, and really has changed the projection of his year, has played so much better, and then it all came together this week. I was asked very early in the week, last week, what the winning score would be. And, and I predicted and nine. What did you say? And I predicted nine under. Yeah. And I'll but one guy right. bested that. Yeah. So without Shane, Shane Lowry, it would have been nine under. And I don't say that to toot my own horn. I say that because I thought the projection was pretty good, except one guy played just that much better than everyone else. Yeah. Yes. And and he was the most deserving to win. I think it got to four shots on Sunday between him and Fleetwood at one point. And then you saw he just outlasted him and played smarter and better golf than the yeah. stretch. Especially on that uh, whatever hole, I think it was 16, 15 or 16, where uh, 15, I think, where Fleet, uh, not, yeah, Fleetwood went into the bunker, the three-wood on, on a hole. He couldn't do it. And then he yep. had to splash it out of the bunker far right. And that was really right there. You could see the nails going, coming into the coffin. Um, that was a poor strategic move by Fleetwood. But, uh, yeah, it never really got close. Like you said, he just pulled away. Emily, what are your thoughts? No, it's all good. Um, I originally, it, it was. It's nice to see that Shane won, and I'm, I'm really glad that 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 happened. Um, a part of me wishes that it was. Maybe it's just the competitive drive in me. I was just like, oh, I wish there was a little bit more. Yeah, of sure. course. You know, a of little course. bit more um, competition yeah. and drama yeah, to watch all, because, we're all by, for that. you know, of course, yeah, everyone's rooting that for that, and that's what you want to see. Um, but I'll circle back around to the broadcast, the way that they were able to just um, uh, capture him completely taking the lead and then embracing that, and 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 they just did a really good job. And I mean, it was anticlimactic, but it was also very. It was very cool to watch because it was in his home country. Yeah, and I don't think it was anticlimactic. I think it was uh, I because so. because the eighth, the seventeenth, and eight, when you knew he was going to win. Well, as far as that wasn't like as far as like right. four or five shot victories go, it was still fun to watch down the down down the end because it's the guy from Ireland yeah. and, and there's a great story and all that. But the uh, you know I think in the, midway through the round, you know I, midway through we the round, you're like, like oh, Brooks wow. would make a move, Fleet would make a move, yeah. someone make a move, so we get like a two shot, or we get some drama down there. And end. nobody, we didn't get it, but it, no. you know, it, it, and nobody made a move, but with Brooks Kepuk and I and I actually I said this to you the night before. I was like, oh, after Brooks. Um, had a nice interview. He was kind of he was confidently cocky, but like in a very uh, I don't want to say humble, but he was just very confident. Um, oh, yeah. saying, "Oh, this is my this is this is where I like to be. I'm coming up from behind. Yeah. I'm going to do what I need to do." So it he made he, he me He said he thought he felt the he struck the ball better than, than anybody. Else anybody, anybody yeah. yeah. And so I was actually going into Sunday being like, "Ooh, I I really want to see him come up from behind." Like and it tough to do that when you set off with four bogeys. <laughs> four bogeys, yeah. And then what? Three? Th- how many birdies after that, though? <laughs> I don't know. He just couldn't it make does, a putt all week. Exactly. But anyways, yeah, we would, a little more drama would have been nice, but uh, I mean, still can't ask for. It's much all good. More. It's all good. It was a great. It was a great British Open, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so next but, thing on the list, Rory. I was just gonna say, but the the big shocking news was. I mean, come on. We wanted to see Rory in final contention, and yeah. yeah. He didn't even make it. So yeah. Along with Phil and Tiger. Yeah, but so, we'll so staying on Rory, obviously he, he had the really rough first day that started really off the bat with the hitting it out of bounds. 
um, on the first tee with an iron. And basically, you know, but I think the fact that we come out the next day and shoot 65, I think that's what everyone who tees it up goes through. The, the ability to have another bad day or a bad couple holes and have to put a peg in the ground and go battle and just yeah. find it and, and put a number on the board. Um, I played golf today and had a really bad front nine and wanted to quit after four and turned it around and made a pretty good back nine. So yeah, I mean, 36, it just, you said. That's yeah, good, so, but, it, but, but again, it, it just goes to show you that I got nothing but respect for him to come out and shoot 65 on Friday. After he could, that, yeah. yeah, he could have folded and you know picked out a plane or a movie that he wanted to watch on his plane back ride to Florida, and he really gave the fans something to root for, and, and I think that was just a cool story and something golf fans you know enjoyed watching Friday afternoon. Yeah, and we talked about the, how much the fans seemed to care and and how great they were. But the golfers from Northern Ireland, you could really tell how much it meant to yeah. to, to Rory and Graham, um, and y- the interviews they did, and and I mean, b- really both of them, but especially most notably on R- Rory on Friday after missing the cut by one shot, right, um, and kind of tearing up in the interview and, and saying how proud he was to of the way he played that day and bounced back, but also of the fans and you know the RNA and, and the people that brought the Open back to Northern Ireland. It was. Uh, he's never really done an interview like that. Yeah. I don't think you've ever seen, you know, uh, a side of Rory kind of like that. It was just kind of raw and emotional. And anytime you get something like that, that's just raw and emotional, and you could just tell the guys like there's knives going through his heart right there. I mean, he wanted so badly to probably win the thing, maybe too badly. That might it could have been part of the problem with shooting a 79 on Thursday. Yeah. But, um, but you could tell how much it meant to him and how disappointed he was. Uh, and uh, at the same time, how proud he was. So yeah. it, it was just one of those moments you you just don't get that often. Yeah, I think sometimes Rory has been criticized from the golf media and mainstream media for kind of a global superstar that doesn't care that much. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see And that. I think he's changed that narrative, or at least he changed the narrative for a day on Friday for the fans of golf and his hometown of, of Northern Ireland and I don't know. I just I'm just proud of what I got to watch on Friday. I thought that was really really cool. I mean, it felt like you were watching the 18th hole on Sunday when he was coming down, needed a birdie yeah, to make the cut. Right. He knew he needed the birdie, and and then just barely, you know, he hit a bad second shot, and um, you know, needed to chip in, didn't make it happen. But uh, like I said, it's just a, you know, just a really one of those raw moments you you yeah. rarely get, especially. Especially in golf, um, but in professional sports, you just really get those moments anymore, and you you got it. So that was fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Just put the human in it, in, in it all, being yep. like, oh, well, we all we all go through it. That's for sure. For sure. Um, so too bad that we didn't have to see Rory on the weekend. Uh, definitely one of the favorites going into it. Yep. Um, we got uh, you know obviously not a, we got to talk about Tiger a little bit. Sure. Uh, not the greatest week for Tiger. No. Uh, he, I mean, he looked to me again, he looked very similar to the Ryder cup. I don't know if he has a tougher time at his age adjusting to the time zones. Maybe he, he posted that video on social about he's waking up at one, one AM to start working out because you know, he's trying to get adjusted. I think that was a very smart thing, but he still looked, he just looked bogged down. Rocked. He looked tired. He looked, he looked like he just couldn't get comfortable um, I think that he. I, I think, don't know if that's mentally, physically, both. I think golf wise, off the course wise, it's just he looked beat down on day one. Not knowing, not knowing him obviously or anybody in it around his camp, <laughs> but I would go. I would put money down saying he was both mentally and physically just 
just drained. Um, just throughout this year, he's had a lot of ups and downs. I think most recently, especially the last um, few tournaments. And I mean, he said it himself too. Like, he's, well, he hasn't played that much, but yeah, yeah, he hasn't played that much. But he's older, and his body is broken down. It takes a lot longer to recover. And you know what? You can only push yourself so far. And and yeah. he, I mean, he said it himself that I th- he's taking the rest of the year, not the rest of the year off, but he's definitely not doing the um, anything until the playoffs. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, yeah, he committed to a a tournament today. Um, it's going to take place in October after the Presidents Cup. Oh, okay. Um, but um, again, I, I've I've seen every Tiger press conference for the last fifteen years. Um, and if you go to his press conference on Tuesday, he gave a little bit of something that he really does and that's be real honest about the state of his game and he said he wasn't as sharp as he needed to be um and i think he played three practice rounds which if you follow tiger's practice rounds he never plays full three days of 18 holes he did that this week yeah a little cause of concern when when he's when he's playing 18 18. holes on wednesday late in the day exactly um i just think again and, and i'm gonna take him for his word for it that he needs the rest if yeah. he's going to have a long career and do this for 10 yeah. to 12 more years like he wants to. Um, and I just think he never got his body, would never got comfortable or acclimated to the time change and the weather. I think the weather is big for him. Mm-hmm. You alluded to it in the Ryder Cup, how he physically didn't look good. And yeah. I think, again, it's cold weather, right? Um, yeah. Compared to how well he played at Augusta. Well, think about it, right? I think the weather is a huge he, part of it. And, and th- I was going to say, think about it. He's gone through a lot of, of issues with his body. Yeah. And he's older. And I'm not saying he has arthritis, but he you can get no, the, more arthritic. When you have a back issue, it's much harder to play, I can tell you. Uh, in colder weather than it is in yeah, warm you tighten weather, up for sure. Easier. It's, it's much easier to tighten up and... Um, so that's definitely, I mean, that's definitely part of it. Um, I, but I think Tiger also had said to uh, himself at, on tour in general, it's almost, everyone's so good now that it's almost not how good your good is. Cause when everyone's on, they're really good. Right. It's how bad is your bad. And I, I, you know, and I'm not trying to be I'm critical, but I guess I'm being a little critical. I think that as, as, as Tiger's gotten older and a little bit physically weaker, that, you know when when the bad comes and yep. he's nine holes into a, into the bad, it's harder for him to do to recover and turn that bad into something medium or, or okay. When earlier in his career, him at his worst or him at his you know playing average was still as good or better than other, anybody of, else, and that's just not true. Some anymore. of my favorite childhood memories are watching Tiger battle late Friday afternoon to make the cut. You're right. After yeah. a bad Thursday, and it seemed like you always did. And now it's intended to win the tournament, right? Yeah. And then you'd have a really good Saturday, and then go into Sunday. Now it feels like if he gets off to a rough start, it's over. It might be over, and he, you know, again picking out, you know, movies he wants to watch on the way <laughs> back. But um, I'm going to take him at his word. He knows his body better than I think anyone does, or at least him and his doctors do. Um, he's got a pretty big off season now with the playoffs and he obviously he's captain yeah. in the president's cup in Australia. He's going to do this, uh, match with Jason day, Hideki, Adam Scott. Um, that's T- going to take place in October in Japan. That's awesome. Um, obviously him and Phil will probably do something again yeah. in November. Yep. Um, so it's not like he's going to go away. Um, I, I just w- want to 
He's being strategic with how he's yeah, playing I just, the again, rest of the season. And I'm going to go to something that Padraig Harry did, uh, criticized Tiger for. I just wish that maybe he would have prepped to play in these tournaments better versus play in a meaningless President's Cup or a meaningless FedEx Cup. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I know there's a lot of money on lines, but we judge Tiger by, by major championships, and that's what ultimately he will judge himself on. So I wish sometimes he just prepped better for those instead of the longevity of 10 more years. Yeah, and it's uh, let's face it. When you have that much time off, it's uh, for like before the Masters, it's easier to prep for the Masters because you, you. I mean, not only does he know the golf course like the mm-hmm. back of his hand, but you just have that extra time on your hands. You know the weather's going to be, right. you know, at least somewhat predictable. You might get some rain, but it's not going to be heavy winds or cold. Right. So, um, you know, I guess I wish we saw Tiger compete a little bit more and 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 some majors uh, down the stretch here. But uh, wasn't there. But still excited to see him play in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I'm excited to see. You know, I, I'm trying to maybe I'm hyping myself up here, but I, I am excited to watch the playoffs. I'm, of course, they have to be at this point. So I I hope that the <laughs> schedule change sort of brings a little bit more hype to uh, the playoffs and those events coming down the stretch in August, and then once that's done, you've, you're into football season and, and things are good. So oh yeah, baby, that's cause for celebration. Oh, oh boy. That's right. Emily no longer pregnant. Now pop, <laughs> She's going hard now on the pop Guinness. The Guinness. Yes. yes. You know, I had to. I had yeah. a sip That's last right. week or a week and a half ago, but I got to tell you. Oh my gosh. How good I'm is that so feel? excited. Uh, she also, um, you know, usually the guy's supposed to get the uh, the, the wife uh, a gift after okay, she Okay, I don't birth. know all these things. Yes. Oh, so, no, it's not a usual thing. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, um, if I'm so pushing a that. baby out uh, naturally, yeah, <laughs> I think I deserve a little something, right? So, yeah, so she got a little but something. But I wasn't expecting But she also something. got me something, which I really wasn't expecting. And she she found a bottle of the Irishman. Oh, boy. That, um, that I, I don't know how. This is like a small batch it's bottle. There's small, only like 2,000 in the world. Yeah. And I've got one of them. So, there you go. Uh, so we'll crack that open. Not this week. I'm tired. At a later time. <laughs> At a later yeah. time. It's, it's been an exhausting week. Yeah. So no, no, small no batch. Yeah, it's a small batch Irish whiskey. And uh, it's one. It's the 1402 out of 2014 we'll, batch. We'll have to play some golf. And yeah. some stogies. And then yeah, some it's more of a cigar and a, and a golf type of whiskey. I can whiskey. do a stogie. That's fine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Just, you know, revving it we up. Just have a, we have a baby girl in the house. Let's, let's, let's Coco's keep taking this. care of her right now. That's why you haven't really heard a peep. She's playing dress up. So I know. I'll let that go. And dad is, my dad is... Also awesome and helping around the house and um, oh yeah, making Vito's, dinner right now. Vito's the man. <laughs> what else Take we got, Stevie? Uh, I, I thought it was interesting to uh, to watch the Kepka Holmes pairing on Sunday. Guys, <laughs> I just have to. I'm sorry. I know we're talking Kepka, but I just took that sip and it was so glorious. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, cheers. Well, hey, yeah. What the hell, guys? Cheers. Cheers to uh, to all. all whoa. Oh. Oh. Steve's breaking shit over here. That's no, okay. First All time right. dad, you'll do that. I know. So okay, so Brooks. Brooks yep. and JB Holmes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. JB slowest player in the field by far. Um and on tour. Oh, Brooks so doesn't like so pl- slow play. Obviously he's been outspoken about it. Uh, so I was kind of looking forward to that right away. And then yeah, if you follow golf social media, you've seen by now you've seen Brooks like kind of looking away, like kind of uh 
uh, sighing as as JB Holmes lined up one of his putts. Um, it you know let's let's face it, JB just had a tough day. That's probably what more contributed to any slow play more than anything. JB shot an 87 on Sunday, horrendous uh, to the point where halfway through that round when they're still showing JB Holmes hack it out of out of the shit, I was like, please stop showing this guy the poor guy. Like he's he's blowing up. I mean he's made like seven uh, or more bogeys in a row here and we're like looking at we're looking at him like struggle 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 anyway so uh he's slow so brooks brooks had some comments right brooks had some great comments um i thought about about kind of what what really is so play because jb holmes is not actually that slow when he's over the ball he's actually pretty quick but the problem i and this is the problem i have with slow play is that it's when people aren't ready sure. when they have time sure. to get ready lining up their putts while another while it's another person's turn discussing what club yeah. you're going to hit when yeah. you know where you are those types of things i, I get you're going to have a routine when you get over the ball but it, as much if you can take some of the workout beforehand do it okay okay scott is going <laughs> to okay offended. let's back it up uh, i second. understand the criticism and I understand that at your local muni or that at your local club, you don't want to play a five-and-a-half-hour round. But I think on the professional level, if a guy wants to take the time to not have to go through the numbers in his head until it's his turn, I'm going to be okay with it. First of all, everyone, why does, why does people that play fast get to sit here and criticize those that play slow? Right. Right? Like, like – Maybe JB shouldn't have to speed up, right? Maybe Brooke should have to slow down. And so I think like what we've done is like really good players, and this is a big problem, and, and fast players have somehow critiqued and made golf rules hostage to take on bad players and those players that play slow. And I just think it's so unfair that ultimately we look at JB and say, Oh, well, he's slowing down or he's affecting my game. Well, maybe you're affecting his game by trying to play fast and not taking that long. I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, but there's a there's a reasonable amount of time like so, it should take. So, I mean, I, I no, I hear the argument you're making, but when you when you don't have your glove on before it's your turn to turn Well, to he's hit. in his yardage book making calculations. Yeah, when you uh, Zinger said, I think on the first tee, he's had to know what club he's going to hit on the first tee for twenty three hours, and he stood there and talked about it before he pulled well, the club out. I mean, there's some things that are just ridiculous. Conditions change, and like you can have a game plan all you want. And Mike Tyson said it great. And then you get hit in the face, and you're reacting the whole time. When weather and rain comes at, and wind comes from a direction you weren't expecting. Things change and game plans change. And it's you and your cat who versus the world out there. And you two have a conversation to take it on. I just, I, I hate this idea that now we're going to look at people that maybe not be ready to actually hit the ball as soon as it's their turn, somehow being negative on the game of golf. Okay. If I, anything, I would tell you that Bryson and has played better because of the way he plays. And again, I will, for, anyone, for anyone that wants to talk bad about slow play, Give me the statistic that shows that people that when put on the clock play better golf. If you show me that, that when people play no, they bad, don't. Exactly. They don't. And so, so but play, I don't think anyone's making that. Well, maybe some people are, but I'm not making that argument. So, then what, so if you're playing for millions and millions of dollars in your livelihood, why should you be forced to do it at your own speed? Okay, because there, there's a reasonable amount of time it takes to for, – for everyone. There's a, like I don't – there's a reasonable amount of time for everything. Nobody wants to sit and – 
I'm trying to think of a, a I would comparison. Just, I, would I can't really think more, of it right now. I would argue that but, people that play slower play usually play better. I mean, I, again, you'd have to come up with statistics on that. Right. I don't think I don't think either one of us is proving sure, when you play better or, or worse when you play slow or fast. But th- I think that when I you have when when, you, when, when groups at the professional level or at your local muni, when groups are constantly waiting on you, when um, when you yourself as a whether you're in a tournament player or after, if you're getting off the golf course in five and a half hours, six hours then there's a whole lot it affects a lot of things it, it may affect other players but it also affects you know if it, it affects the broadcast it affects the rest of the field you're not i mean it just it's all the stuff and when it's unnecessary that's that's the point there if you're just not prepared or you're lazy about it that's the problem that i have that's what it seems like he's he's going through a plumb bob and all of his all of his stuff right over a four foot putt when he has had and doesn't start his green reading process until somebody else has already hit Putted. the putt. Right. I mean, when you get up there, look at it. Go right. to the other side of the ball. Right. Just be efficient yeah. about your time. That's right. the argument I'm making. I, and I get that. Maybe maybe him and his caddy need to have and his caddy needs to have something for him before. Right. It's just I don't know. Right. Or I don't. you know what? To your point, I'm gonna not even on. I mean, sort of on your side here is that if the PGA Tour. And and the USGA and the RNA are gonna are gonna make some you know campaigns about this, or they're gonna stick up, or they're gonna say, oh, you get put on the clock for right. this. Well, then, then in that's to some extent like enforce it, right? right? I mean, right. So right. that's because that's where part happen. of the, that's where part of the conversation comes from right. is, is is from them. So you know, if you want, want it to be it. quicker, PGA Tour and the USGA, they don't want to do it. They don't want to penalize a guy that's in contention. Yeah. And I, mean, I have, like, I got no problem with people stepping off a ball if they're not comfortable or, you know, choosing clubs like that. I think it's just about being efficient with the time, but you're right. The, 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 the PGA Tour, the, the RNA, the USGA, they, they've let it happen. And, and they don't want to do anything about it. Right. So they should. So I think we're I in mean, agreement there. <laughs> well, well, or if they're going to do it, if they're going to, if they're going to complain about it, then they should be exactly. If they're not going to complain about it, then don't. Right. But anyway, so it well, was Well, it didn't help watch. him on Sunday. Didn't help JB on the, Sunday. Your boy was the boy made a really bad bet Saturday night that JB Holmes had finished better than Spieth. You did? I did. <laughs> <laughs> like six whiskeys in at the standard downtown. So. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like that sounds like a six whiskey bet. JB Holmes. I bet that JB would finish higher than J- well, Jordan Spieth. Spieth also like struck the ball like garbage on Sunday, so that was not like you know. Well, he, he didn't shoot eighty-seven. He didn't shoot eighty-seven. <laughs> I'm not sure I would have shot eighty-seven. I'm gonna be honest. With you. Um, that's not true. I probably wouldn't shoot a hundred on that course um, from the from the championship tees. But anyways, that was fun um, to to watch that a little bit. I don't really have much else. I thought it was great to just see the town. Yeah. They talked about the harbor bar. They talked about some scenes, Game of Thrones yeah. film there. Um, I just the Irish culture, like having experienced the you know the Republic of Ireland Ireland culture, like a lot of the dunes and the views and you know the the harbor, the seaside towns, kind of brought me back. So it was just a a fun tournament well, to watch. Nostalgia. Well, well, nostalgia. I think, I think that just means Wait. Swaggling Wolf needs to go north. Oh, That's for right. sure. Oh, for sure. Um, the north. But I gotta, I gotta set up just a scene real quickly yeah. to, for you. It's three thirty in the morning. We're in the hospital. Uh-huh. I, we're in postpartum or post labor. And um, what day is it? It's the second. It's technically the third night, but it's Wednesday to Thursday, and. I got some sleep, which was awesome. The baby took a um, 
the the nurses gave her a bath so she slept for a solid four hours which was nice. magical yeah i wake up she's fussy steve gets up with her and goes to this like reclining chair and then proceeds to be like babe can you get me some water <laughs> babe can you adjust this computer can you turn up the had value a, i had a baby in my arms <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, are you, are you, are you kidding? Okay. I'm barely waddling and walking right now, and I'm adjusting the computer so we can watch the bopin. <laughs> <laughs> I had my but, feet up. Yeah. Dedication, oh, yeah. man. Oh, You're yeah. dedicating. Oh my gosh. I had a baby in one arm. All for you listeners on Raglan Whiff. He was yeah. there. I have watching. to laugh just because it was, oh. I, it was fine because I was watching it too, but then I was like, oh, shit. I don't I'm think going. I asked you to adjust the computer or anything like that, but oh. I may have asked you to like get like a, a ice. Yeah, yeah, I used for my no, okay. <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, it was a great week. It was an amazing week. It I was an unforgettable week. Amen. Let's talk about uh, yeah, that. We'll yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll never forget week. this one. So, no. uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Waggle with Pod on Instagram and at Waggle with on Twitter. Uh, what else? Emily's saying she's got one more thing. I have to say, a shout out to Mike and Katie. They sent us the oh, yeah. most adorable Waggle and Whiff onesie um, with our logo on it. And so uh, we'll debut Cecilia in that uh, momentarily. But Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Coco, though, which is grandma yeah. for my mother, she's like, oh, nope, she can't wear that without a bow. So we got to find the appropriate bow or whatever. But okay. in uh, any event, thank you, Katie. Thank you, uh, Mike. It was. Katie and Mike, there you go. I don't know if a bow is appropriate for the wagon. I agree, but that. But uh, we're gonna just let that hang yes for Coco. Yeah. Let, let, <laughs> let Coco, Coco have that moment. Coco can have that moment, but no, yeah, definitely get in a bow. Like it's a little, a little lady. Like we gotta like dress her up a little bit with. I mean, we have a big a boy on the freaking front of her shirt, you we're, know? We're smoking a cigar. Like smoking <laughs> a cigar with a beer in it. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe but anyways. Yeah. yeah. Guys, Welcome to Waggle and Riff. Vito gave us a thumbs up, so it's approved. Oh, yeah. there you go. Okay. All, All right, right, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. That's all we got. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.